I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Giles Dooley is a leading British photographer. He takes portraits, mostly in black and white. He's photographed former soldiers in Angola and refugees in Bangladesh and U.S. Army soldiers on patrol in Afghanistan. It was on that assignment, last year in Afghanistan, that he almost lost his life. Dooley lost both his legs and his left arm after he stepped on a landmine. After months of surgeries and rehabilitation, He's now back at work taking pictures, and his first assignment is to be one of the official photographers at the Paralympic Games. Giles Dooley is now in London. What is it like, Giles, to be on your first assignment uh, after all that rehab and all those surgeries? I can't even start to explain how fantastic it feels. You know, from the day one, in fact, within minutes of the explosion, I remember thinking to myself, I could still see, I still have my right hand in my mind. I was still a photographer, but the actual battle to put that into... uh, the practical elements of being able to walk and, and be up taking photographs. It's been a long journey, and so it was, it was a, a moment of victory, I guess, to be going into the Paralympics. Tell us more, if you will, Giles, what happened in Afghanistan? Yeah, I was embedded with um, a unit from the 101st Airborne, and we were out on patrol. Uh, we'd been, been ambushed a few days in a row. So we were going on a patrol to check out one of the compounds where we were ambushed from. It was actually a relatively quiet moment. We had surrounded the compound. Everything seemed okay there. The guys had just laid a perimeter around, and I turned to talk to one of them. And as I turned, I felt the click and uh, realized I'd stepped on an IED. An improvised explosive device. That's right. And then what? I never actually lost consciousness. I just remember a a huge, great white heat. I would describe it as a sensation of flying through the air. And then I landed with a thud on my side, and immediately it was clear that I'd lost my legs and my arm. I remember looking up and seeing... uh, little bit of boxer shorts in the in the trees and thinking that wasn't a good sign but I was lucky I mean the, the guys with me one of one of the, the chief medics from 101st happened to be on the patrol the sergeant on the patrol they were fantastic they got to me quick got the tourniquets on chatting to me and and really just were incredible and saved my life the um I, I mean there's so much to talk about in terms of your own story but can you maybe encapsulate for us what the road to recovery was like you know, it's been difficult in the sense of every time you think you're getting somewhere, another operation's needed or some other setback. I've had about 30 operations in the last 18 months, and uh, each one of them has come with its own with its own difficulties. When I came back to the UK, I succumbed to some severe infections, lung infections. My kidneys stopped working. I spent 45 days in intensive care. Two times my family was called in um, pretty much to say their, their goodbyes. I was in a coma at that stage. My right hand was was pretty much uh, rebuilt, but nobody was sure if I'd be able to use it fully. So the idea of even living independently was out of the question at the beginning. So bring us where you are today. And you are now photographing the Paralympics. Who's your client? Yeah, I'm, I'm working for Otto Bock, who are the uh, technical partners at the Paralympics. Basically, they are a prosthetics company, and they're doing all the maintenance on limbs, wheelchairs, you name it, uh, they're, they're fixing it in their workshop there. So they approached me a few months ago about coming in. At that stage, I was still actually in my wheelchair and, and wasn't sure I'd be able to do it. But it, it was great because it set me a goal, set me something that I was aiming to do. And I wonder, so you're operating with a fully functioning right arm, is that correct? That's right, yeah. And left arm, does it exist at all? Yeah, the left arm is, is actually through the elbow. So I have up until the elbow. And then I, I, I wear a... Um, it's um, something of my kind of own invention, which is just extends the arm slightly and has a has a rubber end. 
And that enables me to still focus a camera while I use my right hand to hold the camera and take the pictures. Oh, so you use the, you said the kind of rubber end to move, for instance, the aperture and and can you set the the shutter speed with that? Exactly. So I've managed to sort of learn and and find ways to to operate it. I have to say, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, when when you first um, have just one hand, everything becomes, you know, a problem. Things that you never even really thought about become hard to do and you start to learn how to do different things one-handed. But I've always found trying to use the camera was quite a problem. But then I was watching one of the archers at the, the Paralympics recently who has no arms and he's learned how to use one leg and what's left of, of one of his arms to do archery. And you think, well, if somebody can do that, I can learn to use a camera. And there's something interesting that happened to you when you first arrived at the Paralympic Games um, and, and you start off one of your stories. In fact, we can post this story at theworld.org. You start off your story telling us about it. You say, honestly, I think I'm in the right queue, the right line, you say. What yeah. was going on there? No, it was funny because obviously I, I turned up the Paralympic Games and uh, went into the, the queue blatantly marked for media and I was stood there and they have a lot of people helping out the games that are known as the games makers. And three of these games makers came over to me and going, sir, you're in, in the wrong queue. I kept saying, no, I'm pretty sure this is the right queue. Oh, well, no, sir. No, sir. Definitely not the right queue. One of them kind of looked down and sort of hinted towards my uh, prosthetic legs. So eventually I just gave up with their sort of constant sort of pestering that I was in the wrong queue and decided to go with them. And they put me in the queue, which was the official arrival point for athletes from around the world. So suddenly I found myself stood there with the Chinese Paralympic team with their arms around me, being given a flower, kind of walking in through there. Uh, I think the biggest question in my mind at that point was what uh, event I should enter. <laughs> and also, I mean, I imagine you're thinking, boy, um, this gives me great access to the Olympic Village that I otherwise might not have had. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, everywhere I've been, it's kind of one of those things in security, they don't really question what you're there to do. It's just everyone just assumes you're an athlete and lets you through. So, yeah, it's been great access. One of the photographs you've taken is a self-portrait. It's a pretty powerful image. And and I'm going to read a little bit of what you wrote on your website about it. Maybe you can kind of complete the thought. You wrote, when I was still in intensive care, I had an idea in my head of a photo I wanted to take, a self-portrait. I could see it so clearly. It was in my head for months. I called the idea my broken statue image. Do you remember that thought, and can you continue it for us? No, absolutely. And I, I remember thinking of, of Greek statues and how you know, some of the most beautiful statues known to man actually have parts missing. And for me, it was about the inside person. The person I always was was exactly the same. And although my body had been shattered, I was still me. And I wanted to reflect that in a photograph. And I think I wanted to be very um, clear as well about what my injuries were for people to see them, but also to see that I was exactly the same. You know, I find myself now looking around and I now look at people maybe who have all their limbs missing, wondering how they would cope. But my own situation, I've learned to adjust. Really, my life is in many ways more, more rewarding and more fulfilled than it was two years ago. Well, our listeners can see a number of your photographs, Giles, uh, including that self-portrait that we mentioned online at theworld.org. Giles Dooley, a photographer at the Paralympics. He's also a triple amputee. Very nice to talk to you, Giles. No, thank you.